Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to the latest episode of the Memory Vox. This is Jeremy. Hope everybody's been having a good few weeks since last I podcasted. Um, if you have not had a chance to go back and listen to my first couple of the 2021 year, I highly uh, recommend you do so. Uh, as you, we sat down with Jeff and Renee, and we tried to keep up with the theme of keeping our New Year's resolutions and going for some positivity and some empowerment and trying to make 2021 the best uh, year we can after a crappy 2021 season or 2020 season, excuse me. So I'm also wanting to give a shout out real quick before I forget to Remix Creative. My boy Ryan is still doing his thing with his artwork and with him and his daughter He has been doing some new designs, so I hope everybody's had a chance to check those out. If not, I encourage you to follow him on social media. I will be sure to add some of his social media access points uh, in the show notes, as well as the uh, websites for both Renee and Jeff, if anybody's interested in reaching out to them. Um, On Ryan's end, if you are interested, each month he's been trying to give away a design that he's done so if you follow him on social media you'll be able to enter yourself into that and hopefully uh, have a chance to win a free shirt from him uh, shirt sorry from him so um so here we go today's podcast so today i wanted to talk a few minutes about um black history month and its effect uh especially in the music industry Uh, Particularly, I'm going to be focusing on uh, Barry Gordy and the creator and musical genius behind Motown. You know, when you think of of music in general, and if you had ever had a chance to listen back to an episode I did with my oldest daughter, Lexi, um, you'll note that Uh, You know, going as far back as you can possibly think of, most music today and most music genres in general can be traced back to uh, the African-American heritage. Uh, Particularly, uh, most roots, uh, if you think of it sort of like a tree, um, what you're going to get is the, the, the roots and the base of the tree Uh, if you're thinking along musical terms, is going to be your blues and your jazz. Um, Aside from classical music, you know, nearly every genre uh, that we know of, you know, if you do a six degrees of separation type thing, will will lead you back to the jazz and blues era. As I pointed out in my podcast with my oldest daughter, Charlie Christian um, was a jazz musician uh, who was one of the first ones to ever pick up an electric guitar and start kind of fiddling around with that. And then he inspired, of course, Chuck Berry, who then, of course, inspired the British Invasion, um, Elvis Presley, and so on and so forth. And then if you follow that timeline, you know, from Elvis and the British Invasion, then you start to get into your uh, the Beatles and your modern-day pop and and... and so on and so forth, basically. Now, there's something to be said um, growing up in a Section 8 lower-income uh, type of neighborhood. And for me, where I gained a lot of knowledge among many things about many different cultures 
and many different ethnicities, um, I was able to expand my musical knowledge, um, particularly um, thanks to a, a neighbor I had growing up who was one of our good friends um, who introduced me to, you know, Motown, essentially. Um, and that's where I wanted to kind of focus today was um, Barry Gordy and the effect that Motown had both on uh, the music industry as well as um, African-American culture and, and, and how he was able to turn basically $800 loan from his family into one of the biggest, most successful music production companies that ever existed. So, so where do we start? As I said, you have a guy who's working in a record uh, store in the early 50s uh, who loves jazz music. Um, it's something that he just enjoys playing, he enjoys listening to, and, um, you know, he's, he, he tells himself that, you know, in his mind, not enough people are appreciating and listening to the jazz movement and jazz music, and he wants to change that. But not only that, he wants to change what uh, the people are listening to and trying to give some good, feel-good music that he feels is lacking at the time. And, and But he wants it done by the African-American community because most of the talent at the time is white. You're in the very beginnings of the of the Elvis time. Um, you're getting a lot of the country artists, but everybody is is white, and he knows that there is a, a niche of African American musicians who just whose voices just aren't getting heard. So as I said, he takes an eight hundred dollar loan from his family and buys a little beat up house, and basically creates a, a music production company. Um, and right away, within the first few months, you know, as he's signing different artists and, 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 and grooming different artists, he immediately comes up with his very first number one hit uh, by an artist named Marv Johnson called Come To Me, which um, I'm going to say a lot of different artists and a lot of different songs in the next few minutes. And I'm sure that some you'll recognize and some you may not, but I promise you, uh, if you look up on YouTube and listen to some of these songs, at some point in your life, you've probably heard them, especially if you're as old as me, because, you know, as I said, growing up, you know, I was surrounded by this kind of music. You know, it was being played on the oldie stations, obviously, when I was a younger kid. But, you know, in in my neighborhood, it was being blasted in many different households. Um, so, you know, Back to the how, you know, Black History Month and, and how uh, African-American artists affect the current state of music in general, you know, Motown, you know, it played an important role in the racial integration of popular music, um, being that he was the first African-American solo businessman, um, and he created the first completely... African American label, um, you know, over the years he would go on to have probably the most successful career musically more than 
most music records and music labels have had in their lifetime. Within the first 10 years, he had already set the record for the most number ones by a music label. Overall, in its time, currently to date, and I had to try to do some research to see, you know, exact numbers, but the best numbers I could come up with was over his lifetime, Motown has had over 191 number one songs on the Billboard charts. That's the number one songs. That's not including the comp, uh, the the amounts that were in the top ten alone. These are ones that actually hit number one. Then you add the additional ten, is what they're saying, of songs that were producted or produced, excuse me, by the Motown Records. But eventually, you know, we're on somebody else's record. Eventually gets um, remade or a cover is done of it. And those also hit number one. So doing that quick math, you have over 200 songs that the Motown label was able to take to number one on the Billboard uh, music charts. And again, we're factoring this back or forward, if you will, to how that affects the current pop and the current top billboard charts. He was he created an entire movement. When you really think back to what he's done, eventually the Motown sound, which did stray away from the jazz that he was so in, enamored with and became more poppy, um, with, with their sound, those artists eventually went on to become what is now considered the R&B movement. And then that R&B movement splits off and becomes the rap, and it becomes, um, you know, the current, the pop situation that we have now. So to start, one of his first, you know, artists that he signed was, was Marvin Gaye, as well as Smokey Robinson. Um, and then, of course, you know, you have the Pointer Sisters and you have um, Diana Ross and the Supremes and, and so on and so forth. And then from there, he starts finding talent such as Stevie Wonder, who and in a later podcast, I'll get more into Stevie Wonder, who's a, a true inspiration musically for me. But, you know, he finds this young kid and takes him and gives him a number one hit before he's 14 years old. And then, of course, Stevie breaks off from Motown and eventually will go on to become one of the most successful artists of all time, who then also inspires, you know, funk and different forms of music, which will eventually lead us to the rap um, genre that we have today, uh, as well as the new and improved or newly formed different type of R&B. So again, kind of playing with the, the six degrees aspect of things, you what you end up getting essentially is each, each artist that Barry was able to sign and help write and produce for will eventually go on not only to become some of the most successful artists of all times, but also they're they're spreading they're spreading their music and they're spreading their their life and and putting that on the records. 
which is really the most important part of this whole story is that they're finally finally putting their voices out there to be heard by their community because nobody else was doing it at the time. I mean, for example, just take the the Temptation song, Papa Was a Rolling Stone. I mean, you have this song which seems seemingly, um, I mean, it's catchy, obviously, but if you're really listening to the lyrics and really understanding it, they're talking about, um, you know, families, uh, especially these this particular uh, group of families who were growing up without fathers, um, which was very prominent in the African-American community at the time, unfortunately. And those type of messages weren't getting across. And, and you know, white artists weren't singing about those things because that was never known half the time. Um, or at least it wasn't something that they were going to put out there as a as a an example, and and w- what you get with Motown is them taking something so small, what seems small, but something that they're noticing in their community and turning it into a pop song, um, and then you I mean again you another prime example is is Marvin Gaye's What's Going On, where you have you know, it's about, it's a whole compilation album, but what's going on in particular is about a soldier coming home from the Vietnam War, but but Marvin is writing it from a perspective as being an African-American war vet coming home, and coming home to a segregated, basically, or what feels like still a segregated culture, and a a poorer community because uh, you know a lot of um, his particular community wasn't thriving and how it then led you know these soldiers to turn to drugs and and drinking and and the effects that it has on their lives so again trying to keep it um, focused on you know the Black History Month but also the effects that you know, Motown has as a whole, you're, you're inspiring a whole generation of upcoming artists who are hearing this for the first time, probably as young kids or young adults, who are being inspired finally uh, enough that they can, you know, put their own pen to paper and, and write what they're, they're figuring out that you can now write about what's going on in your community, what you're seeing, what you're doing, and hence what you get is the the rap community, um, where eventually you'll get to, you know, further down the road where you'll start to hear NWA, and they're writing about what it's like to grow up in Compton, and what it's really like to live in in the poorer communities, and the Section 8 housings, and the, and the, you know, the ghettos and stuff. So, Again, just trying to tie it all back in there, um, how important when you really look back at it, not only is are the roots of African American music essentially being jazz and how they affect today, but again, keeping it with that six degree of separation type thing, you can probably take literally any artist, especially today, even if you took Taylor Swift to Ariana Grande, 
And what you're going to be able to do eventually is in some way, shape, or form tie it all back to the jazz and blues era, which inspires Barry Gordy, which changes pop music as we know it. Now, I'm sure I, I don't have a lot or enough time in the world, really, to really deep dive into this as much as I would really love to because I could go on and on and on about uh, Motown Records. I could go on and on and about um, how black history affects the current day communities and, and inspired music as we know it today. Um, but I'm going to encourage everybody who's listening to this to do your own research. And, and I'm not saying you have to go Google or, you know, read a whole book on it or do anything like that. But I challenge you guys to at least consider uh, any particular song you're listening to, maybe in the next couple of weeks, and, and, and do that uh, little bit of research to see how that artist was inspired or who inspired them. And, and then who inspired that artist and so on and so forth. And I, I'm, I'm fairly certain that as you backtrack and do your research, you'll find that one of two things is going to happen. Um, if you're listening to some pop music, you're probably going to be able to tie it back as far as, as Motown. Um, but for sure, even if you're listening to rock music, you'll be able to tie it back as far as blues and jazz music like your um, Chuck Berry's and stuff. So, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of my rant for the day. And, and I hope that, um, among many other things that we continue to grow, uh, both musically and spiritually and, and in our communities. So, uh, thanks for, uh, taking the time as usual to listen to, uh, you know, my, my take on music and my love of music and, giving me my few minutes to express just a few of the thoughts that I tend to have in my head. Um, hope everybody has a great uh, rest of the, the month of February. I hope, um, you know, going forward that everybody is working on uh, getting your vaccines, staying healthy, um, socially distancing, and uh, being patient, and that your 2021 is continuing to go well. So um, until the next time I post, which hopefully will be soon, and I'm thinking we're definitely going to have to do a little Irish music um, inspiration for this next one. Um, but uh, until the meantime, um, you guys uh, enjoy. Uh, hit me up on the social medias and uh, or leave me a voice message on the anchor app i'd love to hear what you're listening to i'd love to hear maybe uh, some things that maybe i didn't mention in the podcast some little tidbits and insight that you guys have for me uh, otherwise everybody have a great rest of the week and uh, peace out